Hello, everybody, and welcome. It's Friday. Happy Friday. And I, Fridays are like so chill for me, you guys. I don't know about any of you guys, but like Fridays, I am so tired on Fridays. I say that Fridays are just Lorna days, and I basically just chill on my couch and hang out on Fridays. I don't do any coaching calls on Friday. Um, cause I know my body, like I just tend to get really tired on Fridays. I don't know if it's because I go to hot yoga in the morning. Um, and maybe that's why I get really, really tired, um, on Fridays, but we're here. So I'm going to be doing a live stream, um, about the three different types of hunger. And I'm just going to title this so you guys can see if you are popping on, say hello. The three different types of hunger pin. Okay, there we go. So I made a little post about the three different types of hunger, but I just love doing live streams. I love connecting with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys. Hi, Patrice. Hello. Hello. Hi, Noor. Hello, you guys. Um, I love connecting on here. I love coming on here. I always have energy to do live streams. So um yeah, if you are here, you can interact with me. This is going to be very informative as always, and we're just going to have fun. So I want to talk about the three different types of hunger, okay? Three different types of hunger. So the first type of hunger is physical hunger, okay? Now, you guys might even be saying like, Lorna, before you even talk about these three different types of hunger, like, I don't even know if I'm hungry. I don't know when I'm stopped. Like somebody just asked like how to stop eating when you want to eat more, right? Like you might not even really know, like, am I hungry? Is this a craving? Am I, should I eat right now? Like, I don't really know. And I just want you guys to have so much reassurance that like I too was once at that place. Like where I am now is obviously significantly different from where I was a few years ago. But if you are so confused right now, you're like, I don't even know if I'm hungry. Like, I can't even tell. I know when I'm full because I can literally feel like my stomach so bloated and so full. But like, I don't really know when I'm hungry. Or maybe you know when you're hungry, but you don't know when you're full. Right? Let me know if you're watching like, do you is it easier for you to know when you're hungry? Or is it easier for you to know when you're full? Okay, let me know. So you might be at this pace right now where you're not really sure. And understanding these three different types of hunger is going to help you be more connected to your body because just saying like, just listen to your body. Like, just listen to your body. Whenever somebody gave me that advice, I'm like, but how? Like, (laughs) I don't know if I'm hungry. Like, it's so funny when people would just be like, just listen to your body. And I'm like, but I don't know if I'm hungry or not. I can't just listen to my body. My body is literally like, my body's broken. And I'm like, I don't have this intuition, right? I know when I'm full. I know when I'm hungry, but not when I'm full. See, it's, it's so different. So here's the thing. This is the, exactly it, okay? So what I want to say is this. The first type of hunger is physical hunger. 
So hence the name physical, there is going to be physical signs that your body is sending you. So this is when maybe you feel lightheaded, maybe you have your stomach growling, uh, maybe you're just thinking about food so much more like I know, when I used to get really hungry, and even now, like when I'm hungry, I I'm like, okay, what should I eat, right? Like you're thinking about food. Um, and I know for me, like physical hunger is I almost feel like this emptiness in my stomach. Like I just feel, I feel a little emptiness. So those are some physical signs of physical hunger. Okay. The second type of hunger is emotional hunger. You're not actually hungry for food. You are hungry for love, connection, validation, acceptance, comfort, relief, right? So you are turning to food to try to get those needs met. And this is very common, right? Like, why do people struggle with emotional eating more specifically late at night? Because it's like, oh, I'm stressed. I need comfort. I'm stressed. I need relief. I'm overwhelmed. I need to decompress and just numb out for a little bit. So you are emotionally eating because you're hungry for comfort and relief and pleasure, all of those different things. And food is a way of obviously getting those things, right? You temporarily feel a burst of comfort or relief of joy when you're turning to food, but it doesn't actually sustainably meet that need. And this is why emotional eating is such a huge problem because you're not actually getting true, true relief, true pleasure. You don't feel like you belong. You don't feel like you're accepted. You don't feel safe in your body. So you keep going to food, hoping that that is going to meet your need. But because it doesn't, emotional eating keeps going and going and going and going. Okay. So that's the second type of hunger. Now, the third type of hunger is called habitual hunger. So habitual hunger is based off of triggers, based off of time, based off of location and your environment. So you might notice that habitual hunger happens at the same time every single day. Maybe it's like as soon as you have lunch, right after lunch, you tend to like eat when you know you're not hungry. Or maybe it's like a three o'clock, three o'clock, you know, session or whatever. This is when you tend to, to binge. Or maybe your habitual hunger is like always when you're home alone. Or, so it could either be like a time, right? Like 3 p.m. every single day or seven o'clock at night, every single night. Or it could be like the weekends, right? Habit, habitual. It's like the same time. Or it can be location. So it can be whenever I'm at a social event, that's when I tend to, you know, binge. When I'm home alone, that's when I tend to binge, right? So it could be time, it could be location, environment, or it can be trigger, right? Like I'm home alone, boom, that's going to trigger me into this habitual hunger where I actually realize like maybe I'm not hungry, but I'm so used to having a snack at this time, right? Like I'm so used to having something right after lunch, or I'm so used to having something at eight o'clock at night, or I'm so used to having something with my tea or my coffee at three o'clock in the afternoon. And you might not really truly be hungry, but it's just having habit. It's just habit. Okay. Now 
the goal obviously is to eat when you're hungry and to stop when you're full. Like that is the ultimate goal. That's what we all want, right? Like when your body is sending you these physical hunger cues, you want to be able to listen to it. And when you've had enough, you want to be able to stop, right? However, there's also this other thing where food sometimes just looks good. Hi, Shoshana. Oh my God. It's so good to see you, girlfriend. So good to see you on here. So sometimes, highly, sometimes food just sounds good. And people have this fear of like, but I'm not hungry, so I can't eat right now. Right. And like I said, of course, 99.9% of the time you want to be eating when you're hungry. Right. But sometimes like in the summer, right? Like it's, it's hot here. I just got back from a bike ride. So I'm like, Ooh, I'm feeling like a big bowl of yogurt with some fresh fruit. Like, am I hungry? I'm, I'm pretty hungry, but also it just sounds refreshing. Right. And that is okay too. Now I'm not saying that that should be the case. Like every single day, it's not like, Oh, come nine o'clock at night. Oh, a bowl of cereal just sounds good. And like, you're doing that every single night and you know that you're actually not hungry. Like that's different. Right. But if it happens like every once in a while, that's fine. Think about, think about, um, you know, when you have company over, let's say for dinner, you'll probably make them dinner. And then after you probably have fruit or dessert right? Like that's typically what, what we do. Like we'll always be like, okay, we'll have some fruit and then we'll have some dessert. Is everybody still hungry? Mm, probably not. Probably not. But it's like, eh, sounds good, right? To top off the meal, like that sounds good. But like, you probably don't do that every single meal, right? Every single meal, you don't have like a huge fruit tray and a huge dessert right? So it is okay at specific times to, you know, to, 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 to have that be like a, an, an occasional thing. Okay. Now to really work on these things. Okay. So like physical hunger, right? So like I said, that's like, you physically feel it in your body. The first step is like awareness, right? You have to first know that you're experiencing hunger. If you don't know you're experiencing hunger, then you can't act on it right? So the first step is like, okay, I'm physically hungry right now. And then you actually have to listen to your body. So many people fear hunger. And it's like, but I just ate. I shouldn't be hungry. Or like lunch isn't for another two hours. So like I shouldn't be eating right now. And I'm like, your body is sending you a signal for a reason. Right. I, I like to use like the analogy. I shared it this morning on another thing, but it's like if your body sends you a signal to go to the bathroom right now and then in 30 minutes, your body sends you another signal like uh, I need to go to the bathroom. Would you question yourself? Would you question be like, why do I have to go to the bathroom again? You would just get up and you would go. You wouldn't overthink. You wouldn't overanalyze. You wouldn't like uh, let me see. Should I wait another 30 minutes? Like you would not be spending time asking if, whether you should go to the bathroom or not. It's like very obvious. I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. You go to the bathroom. But as soon as you feel hunger, 
right? Or like you feel like you want a snack. It's like, okay, but what are the calories? Okay, but should I wait 30 minutes? Okay, but lunch is going to be in an hour. And you start doing these like calculations. And it's like your body is sending you this signal for a reason. You have to listen. So the first step is like awareness. So look, I physically feel hunger in my body. The second step is to actually listen to that hunger and not be afraid of hunger. Even if you literally just ate 30 minutes ago, there are some times you guys where I will have, let's say breakfast. And then like 20 minutes pass by and I'm like, I want something else or I'm still hungry or even right after my breakfast. And that is okay. That's you listening to your body. What's not okay is you're so full and you're still going back for more because that's actually not you listening to your body. It's totally okay that you go back for more, but you guys know the difference of like, I'm still hungry right? And, and you might not know if you're hungry or not, but you know, when you're like in self-sabotage mode, when you're like, I definitely don't need any more, but like, F it, it sounds good. Like, you know, you know, right? Like I remember a few years ago where I knew I would not be hungry. Like I was full after dinner and I still ate something else or like in the evening, like I knew I was not hungry and I still would be like making myself something. Right. So there's also that too. Now, the other thing too is like when you're experiencing physical hunger, you have to ask yourself like, how hungry are you? Because again, you might not know specifically, like you might not be able to physically like really feel hunger at the beginning because it might just be muted and blocked from like years of just dieting and not really listening to your body. But you can ask yourself, okay, Am I like ravenous right now? Like, do I feel like I literally have to eat right this second? Am I ravenous right now? Am I sort of hungry? Like I can eat right now. There's not like a huge rush, but like I could probably eat right now. Or is it like, I don't feel like anything. So this is a good way to kind of like check in with your body. Like even for your next meal, at your next meal, let's say it's dinner, just ask yourself, like, am I ravenous right now? Do I feel like I have to eat within like five seconds, five minutes? Am I like, could I eat right now? Like, um, yeah, let's, let's eat, right? Or am I not hungry? You don't want to be ravenous going into your meal, you guys, because anybody who is ravenous going into a meal is going to be out of touch with their body. When you're, when you're ravenous, you're impulsive. When you're impulsive, there's no way you're connected to your body. And when you're not connected to your body, you are not going to hear or feel fullness or satiety cues. It doesn't matter if you're like sitting down at the table and you're present with your meal. Like once you're ravenous, you're eating super fast and you're not even, you don't even, you can't even taste the food you guys. So what ends up happening is you overeat. And then you become so physically full that you miss what full feels like. You miss what full feels like. So all you have been understanding is I know when I'm ravenous and I know when I'm physically full. That was my life. So a few years ago, a few years ago, I had no idea. I don't know. Am I hungry? Am I full? I don't know. Because I 
never listened to my physical hunger. I always dismissed it. Oh, I'm just going to wait 30 more minutes. I'm just going to push it off, you know, in the mornings, like I'm not going to have breakfast. Like I'm just going to make myself another cup of tea and I'm just going to wait another two hours. Right. So I was always so ravenous going into my meals that I never could stop when I was full because I was just so ravenous at that point that I was so used to eating past fullness that that became my new, that became my new level of full. My body never knew what like true full felt like. Uncomfortably full was my definition of full. Okay. So utilize those three things that I shared. Like, are you ravenous right now? Can you eat right now? Or are you not hungry? Utilize that at your next meal. Okay. Now, when it comes to the emotional hunger, okay, that's the second type of hunger, emotional hunger, where you're not really hungry for food, but you're hungry for uh, comfort and relief and to feel safe and to feel validated, like these emotional needs, right? What you need to start doing, you guys, is you need to start meeting your own needs to feel seen, to feel validated, to feel loved. And like, these are not just like needs that are like, it'd be good to have those things. Like you need to have those things because come eight o'clock at night when you're sitting on the couch by yourself and you're feeling lonely, how are you supposed to meet that need? You might, the only way that you might be knowing how to meet that need right now is through food. Food is your best friend. It is your comfort. It is your main source of happiness. It's your main source of joy right now. So you have to make it a point where not only do you have to meet your own needs, but you also need your needs met by other people. So this is first understanding, like, what are your needs, right? Like, what are your needs? Like, for me, like, I know, like, I need to feel seen. I need, I need attention. Like, that's just me. And it's so funny because I used to, like, turn to food when I never got attention, And now because I don't binge, sometimes I'll be on the couch and my husband will be watching a movie and I'm like, I need attention. I need attention. And I'm like, massage my feet. Like now it's like, I actually get my needs met. I'm like, what do I actually need? Right. But a lot of the times it's like, if you don't know what your need is, how can you expect somebody to meet your own need? And also how can you meet your own need yourself? You can't. Right now, also meeting your own need could be like, I'm tired right now and I need a rest. That is you meeting your own needs. I used to be this person that was like, go, go, go. Like I got to be productive. Like on a Friday, like me, I, on a Friday. Okay. You guys, I just said this at the beginning of of this live. I'm like on Fridays, my body is tired. My body is tired. I'm not going to go and like, tell myself I got to do 10 podcasts today and I need to do this. And I do like, it's not, that's me overriding my need. So instead I'm like, I like chill on the couch for a little bit. I'm doing this live stream, but this never feels like work, but I'm just going to like chill for the rest of the day. I am meeting my own needs. What would be a good example of a need? So a need is like rest, um, validation, uh, safety, acceptance, community, um, love, right? All of these are our needs. All of those are needs, right? Um, so 
again, like if you're not meeting those needs, like I never met my need of connection. Like I used to always like push my friends away because I was very thick. I was in the middle of this like eating problem and I never wanted to see people. I never wanted to be around people and I would always binge in secret. So I never got my need of connection. So what do you, how do you think I got my need of connection? By food. I was meeting my need of connection through food. Food was my best friend. It was my my partner. It was the love of my life. It was the, 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 the main source of joy in my life, right? So again, it's like we actually have to sustainably meet these needs, okay? Now, another thing you can do as well for like the emotional hunger is to really ask yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? You know, I think, we just go about our day and we don't even check in. We don't even check in how we're feeling. And then come the end of the day, you're like, I am so stressed out. Or maybe not, not even the end of the day. Maybe it's like the end of the month or the end of the week. And all of a sudden you're like stuffing your face and you're like, what's wrong? But a week ago you were feeling stressed and you didn't even know because you didn't even check in with yourself. So like really ask yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? How am I feeling right now? This is one of the most beautiful questions that you can ask yourself. How am I actually doing? How are you feeling? And it's so funny because the two emotions that I, I only felt like I knew two emotions, anxious and like physically full, like disgusted because I would be anxious, like thinking about food 24 seven, who, who's going to see my body? Like, where am I going? Am I going to eat the food? What are the macros? Like, I would be so anxious all the time. And then I would always binge in secret, like binge every single day. And then I would be so physically full that like my two emotions were anxiety and disgust. But there were so many other emotions that I was experiencing on a daily basis. But those other emotions kind of got like pushed down the drain because I couldn't really feel those emotions because the anxiety and the, um, the anxiety and the disgust was like so strong that I couldn't feel the other emotions. So really asking yourself, like, how am I feeling right now? What emotions are you, are you experiencing is going to be really, really beautiful so that you don't have to like push those emotions down the drain. Right now for the third type of hunger which is habitual hunger. So like I said, habitual hunger happens at like the same time or like the same location. So whether it's like three o'clock in the afternoon or eight o'clock at night, like it's very, very habitual, right? For me, it was like in the evening. That was every flipping night. It was like the evenings were like the hardest time for me. That's when I would um, just binge and emotionally overeat. So the first step to like breaking free from habitual hunger, that's like false hunger, is like, when do you typically have these moments where like you're overeating and you're binging? Is it typically like three o'clock in the afternoon? Is it right after lunch? Is it when you're at social events? Is it when you get back home from social events? That was another one for me. I would go out for dinner and then I would come home and binge. That was a trigger for me. Okay. So what are your triggers? It might be like when I go on vacation, it might be uh, when my kids go to sleep, 
It might be, you know, in the afternoon. These are all different, um, different triggers that, um, yeah, right after lunch or breakfast for me. Yeah, it's so common, especially like right after lunch or like right after dinner, right after a meal. Because the thing is, it's like, the thing is, it's like a lot of the times when you don't have satisfying meals, you're going to want to fill that satisfaction need. So then you go and you actually eat what you want to eat, right? Like there's so many times where it's like, I need to do good and I need to eat healthy. So I'm going to have this healthy broccoli and chicken meal that actually is not looking appealing right now, but I should eat it because it's low calorie and it's going to fit my macros and whatever it is. And then you're literally not satisfied. So then of course, right after you're going to actually eat the thing that you really want, whether it's like a snack or it's another meal, because like, you were not satisfied. And if you literally just had the thing that you really wanted in the first place, that would have been way better, right? So that's something to also think about as well too. So um, when it comes to, I actually want to talk about that a little bit. So it's actually so funny because um, somebody's on here. I don't know if they want to be, they, they want to be known, but there was a question that was asked to me um, but I'm going to, I'm going to answer it right now. I think it's going to be really helpful. So, um, and I kind of talked about this a little bit, but what about hunger where you've just eaten a snack, let's say a low calorie bar, and then you're hungry again within 30 minutes, right? It always happens to me after a lead eating low carb and then I'm left starving. So it's so funny because, you know, it's, it's so interesting actually, because people who tend to like track their macros or track calories always tends to like overeat. And I was one of those people, like I used to always have like a low carb snack, like whether it was like a rice cake, right. Or like a protein bar or like this low calorie thing. And then before lunch, like I would also be ravenous. And I mean, of course, right. A low calorie snack is not sufficient. But most people think like I have to do low carbs or I have to do low calorie because maybe you have weight loss goals or you have fitness goals, right? But it's like you can either have the low calorie snack and then get hungry 30 minutes again later, right? And then potentially binge on something because you're so hungry. Or it's like you can actually have a bigger snack, whether it's bigger or a more satiating, satisfying snack so that you don't get hungry again in 30 minutes. And it's not that getting hungry again in 30 minutes is a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. But it sounds like the reason you're getting hungry 30 minutes after is because you're actually not satisfied with that snack. Right. And, you know, it's, there was another thing here. It's like, I'm trying to make healthier choices. So I'm choosing the lower calorie option as opposed to the cake. Right. But the thing is, low calorie isn't always healthy. Low calorie is not always healthy, you guys. When I was tracking my macros and I was focused on like, oh, this has low calories, it always had artificial sweeteners in it. It always had like, it was always processed, right? So like a low calorie, let's say protein bar, right? Sure, it's low calorie, but if you're doing this to be healthier, there's way more healthier options that are actually going to be not only 
healthier for you, but also more satiating for you, right? So again, you guys, it's not just about calories. It's not just about calories. And you're going to be saving yourself so many more calories if you just had a more satisfying meal that was not low calorie, but it was actually satisfying so that you wouldn't, you know, binge later on, right? And yeah, like it, it said here, like I'm physically starving within the hour. Yeah, so it's like, and the thing is, you guys, if you're hungry, eat. Again, people fear hunger. Like, but I just ate 30 minutes ago. But it's like, it that's not enough. If I get hungry 30 minutes after, it's because I didn't eat enough. And I know myself, like I can't just have a protein bar. I can't just have an apple. Like if I literally just have an apple, you guys, like I'm going to be starving like 30 minutes after it's not enough for me. So this is also like getting to learn your body as well too, right? Like, okay. So I notice when I have this low calorie snack, I get hungry 30 minutes later. So maybe in addition to this protein bar, I'm going to add some almonds, some like healthier fats to, um, to fill me up write some extra, like, you know what I'm saying? So like, it's either that or get rid of the bar completely. And it's like, maybe you have a completely different snack and you stop focusing on low calories and you actually focus on satiety. And again, you guys, I am so much healthier that I don't focus on calories. And I really want to stress that people think like low calorie equals health, but it's not the truth. Now I eat like wholesome foods that are probably higher in calories. Let's say like a potato. A potato has more calories than let's say a rice cake. But I'm so much healthier eating wholesome foods. Not that I don't eat rice cakes. I love rice cakes with almond butter and banana. I love it, right? Or even like I used to do, I used to do protein bars, right? But it's like now, like I'll actually have a meal, right? Or I'll have, let's say a protein bar, but I'll have something else with it because a protein bar by itself is just not enough for me. Um, so those are like a few things that I would recommend, like really stop focusing on low calorie, actually focus on satisfaction, actually focus on health. And if you do get hungry 30 minutes later, like that is truly a sign that that snack was not sufficient. And, or if you get hungry 30 minutes later, don't fear it. Like there's nothing wrong with that, you guys. And you know what? There are many times where like, even for example, right now, my husband and I, had lunch at the exact same time. We had lunch at the exact same time. He hasn't eaten anything else since lunch. I, I have yogurt. I just made a, a bowl of yogurt and I put it in the freezer. And then I decided to do this live stream and I'm like, oh my God, it's going to be like rock hard. I've been on this live stream for way too long. You guys, my yogurt's going to freeze. I'm going to have to dethaw it. Um, but I'm going to have a snack. I don't know when he's going to have a snack. He's doing some paperwork. He's doing some receipt thing. I don't know. He's probably not hungry, but I I'm starting to feel my hunger right now. I'm starting to feel like my brain kind of fried. I feel like, uh, I need a little snack right now. So it is okay to eat when your partner's not eating. It is okay. If you're hungry 20 minutes later and your partner is like, I'm still full and it's been four hours. Like it does not matter. For me, some food satisfies me like yogurt or peanut butter or a latte, but pretty much nothing else. There's like also like the way that we cook certain foods as well too. Like 
um, or even like food combinations, right? So like for me, if I have, let's say um, almonds, almonds as a snack is okay. Like it's, it's not the best, but if I have like almonds with like an apple, I love like kind of like the, the sweet from the apple and then like the almond, like I really like that. Or like dark chocolate by itself is good, but dark chocolate with like cashews, like salty and sweet, that is really good. Or like pistachios. So sometimes like getting um, creative with like combinations is also what can create more satisfaction because it's not just like the food itself, but it's also what you pair the foods with um, that can really help with satisfaction. Okay. So those are the three different types of hunger. We have physical hunger, we have emotional hunger, and we have habitual hunger. Obviously, you want to start paying more attention to all three, of course, because you want to be listening to your physical hunger. And then you want to not be paying attention to, you know, emotional hunger, because it's not true hunger. And then same with habitual hunger, because it's just false hunger, right? It's just you're doing something repetitively every single night, every day at three o'clock, like that's not true hunger. And then emotional hunger, like I talked about, that's not true hunger as well, too, because you're not even hungry for food. You're not even hungry for food. So what I want to say, you guys, is if this was super helpful for you, amazing. If you want to dive deeper with me, I did post on my stories. I am hosting a program at the end of July, and it's called Eat Normally. And this is designed to help you eat intuitively. So transition, how to actually transition out of tracking calories and macros into intuitive eating without spiraling out of control and how to get back in tune with your hunger and fullness cues so you can eat when you're hungry and naturally be able to stop when you are full. This is the one program that I'm going to teach you how to eat normally, how to eat like a normal person so that you're not thinking about food in calories 24 seven. So for the next 48 hours, it is on pre-sale pricing. Um, so if you are interested in that, you can DM me eat normally, and I'll send you all of the details. So it's just for 48 hours, um, at a pre-sale pricing. So you can DM me, I'll send you over more details. Um, but I'm super duper excited you guys, because learning how to actually honor your hunger, learning how to be able to naturally stop eating when you're full is going to be so incredibly important for you. Because like I said, if you're eating way past fullness and you're feeling so bloated and so heavy and so, you know, all these different emotions, it's really hard to check in. It's really hard to know the next time when you're hungry, your hunger and fullness cues just kind of get out of whack. So I'm super excited. Um, pre-sale pricing, like I said, is just for 48 hours and you save like over, I think like two or $300. So it's pretty insane. So just message me eat normally. If you want all the details, I'm super excited. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening. I'm excited to support you have an amazing rest of your day, you guys, and we'll see you soon. Bye.